Episode one. <laughs> Episode one. Here we go. Oh, uh, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Wait, let me take a sip of my tea. Welcome to Mom Friends. We are two longtime friends, Laura, who is a pregnancy and postpartum doula and mom of two. And Remy, who is a first-time mom-to-be, and we both get together to discuss the journey from preconception through pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. Join us for weekly raw conversations and relatable struggles on how this life-changing event impacts all areas of our lives. Let's begin. Hello, and welcome to episode one of Mom Friends. And you may be thinking, what is this? Well, in this intro episode today, we will be able to catch you up on everything and explain why we're here and why Remy, who's not even a mom, is co-hosting a Mom Friends podcast. Hello, Remy. Hello, hello. Also, for the record, you do not say my name right after all of these years. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, just so you know, it's not Remy. It's... Remy. Yes. <laughs> and if you're from Spain like me, you can say Remy. <laughs> it's forgiven. Yes. Uh, Anyways, this episode is going to be a great kickstart to what this podcast is about. And I can finally open up about this part of my life that, yeah, I've been keeping a secret. Ooh, so exciting. It's definitely been a long secret that we've been keeping for a long time. Um, so I'm very excited also to open up uh, with you. And then before we get into that secret, let's begin backing up a little bit and chatting about our friendship, where it all began, how we met and our friendship evolution until we're here today. Yes. Uh, I guess we'll backtrack to 2014, which is how many years ago? Do you have a calculator? Oh, nine. <laughs> nine, nine years ago. So you're basically my oldest friend that I have currently. Yeah, it's And crazy. we met in our 20s. We were basically in the same stages of our lives where we were just getting started with our careers. I was in interior design at the time, working as an mm -hmm. office manager, and it was a interior design firm. And we were looking for someone to do the PR. And my boss had told me, okay, look through some, you know, make some postings on Craigslist and find someone you like. So that's when you came into the office and I interviewed you to be the PR for this firm. Yes. In 2014, I already had my PR digital marketing business and I actually focused on um, design and hospitality. So I already was managing a few restaurants in LA and I used to also work for another design hospitality firm. So I um, reached out to Remy and applied to this position that was perfect for my rooster. It was just blended in so nicely. And she contacted me right away. So I went mm -hmm. in for an interview and I got the job. So that's when our relationship started. Exactly. Like I, you came in and you were, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, right? I didn't mm -hmm. know anyone in PR marketing. You were just young, hip, you're like, you look like you're my age, which you are my age. Yes. And, you know, we just hit it off. I just knew that you had a good vibe. You seemed super responsible. Um, just your answers that you were giving was just like, 
wow, she's smart. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes, she's perfect for this job. Like she's already got all the contacts and mm-hmm. it's a perfect fit. And, you know, you would be working part-time in the office and part-time at home. And I just knew we'd get along. And so I hired you, you set up your desk right next to mine mm-hmm. and we worked together pretty much three days out of the week. And we spent, you know, the whole time just getting to know each other too, as long as along with working professionally. Yeah, I think that our relationship since day one was both professional and personal, like we blended that in so nicely. And we got along in so many areas of life, like, you know, not only our personalities, but also like our career goals, and, you know, our um, just energies, and our relationships, relationships, every Mm -hmm. level of life got blended in so well together um and yeah it was great it was fun i had to go into the office just basically to get all the photos from the new restaurants and construction and all of that so i really Mm -hmm. loved the the days together because we definitely worked but also had fun (laughs) exactly and also because you you know be, because you manage so many different restaurant accounts, you had so all you had all of these Instagram accounts, and you were growing them. You were having fun with it, mm-hmm. like hashtags. This is the time when I had no idea what you know how to use Instagram in that professional way. It was 2014, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I remember just seeing you grow these accounts slowly but surely, and you had mm-hmm. like a technique, and it was just so interesting to see. And I I was curious about it, and I experimented with it for fun with my bunny monkeys page mm-hmm. and i created like remember at buns underscore and i grew that from like zero to five thousand in a month you know using your technique at the time and it was just a lot of fun i i was having so much fun but that quickly turned into both of us building our personal brands yeah. along with this job and we had fun with it. Like you were writing for Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. You, you know, had booked a, a fun press trip out in Ven- in Vegas in the Venetian Hotel. Mm-hmm. And we made a little girls trip out there, remember? Yeah, I mean, this was our, the start of our social media careers yes. as well, because we both have platforms. Um, yep. So because I was working with brands and then restaurants and building their brands online and doing their social media marketing. That's how we were like, okay, let's just do our own as well. And you were inspired by me and I was inspired to start my own too. So that was literally our start of our social media careers. And then, yeah, we went to Vegas together and started working with brands, starting pitching brands together. We worked with teas and wellness brands and fitness brands and we went to events together we were for as you said the venetian and tao um and we took over their snapchat like it was literally the beginning (laughs) and we were working on it together it was really fun to grow our businesses in that way our platforms together too And, and honestly you were the one that helped me see this more like a business than a hobby because for me at the time that was my hobby i was creating breakfast bowls every single morning and like posting them for my own friends and family who followed me at the time and i never saw it as anything more than that ever and um i think you both you helped me through that journey too but you've always kind of been that role for me where you like give me advice like we have this ongoing inside joke of like consulting fees have like racked (laughs) up to like at 200,000 like I don't even know what by this point yeah but you're always someone that I lean on for like advice and just tips and like life planning Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it um, comes natural. <laughs> it does. You are such a planner. And you were, a, yeah. weren't you an event planner as well too? So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. When I started my business, I also did events. It just was a lot. So I ended up doing only digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I, I, our relationship has always been, even in this professional way, very helpful. Like we've never gotten jealous of each other, even when you mm-hmm. started growing faster than me and I was the one who knew all about this, right? And you st- yeah. I never got jealous because I loved seeing you grow and thrive. You know, we always took pictures for each other, like got happy when someone else, you know, the other got a campaign. So I love that about us too. I think that's huge too, because as you grow and evolve into your 20s and your 30s, like you do a lot of growing and a lot of times your friends kind of fall off, you know, like sure. it's it's just how it is. And so I've used to have way more friends and I can tell you now I'm happy with the the ones I can count on my one hand you know that's sure you know quality friendships that just have evolved with you and continue to grow like that's really us yeah yeah we've always grown together so even if you know I'm a mom now and you're not a mom we've yeah. evolved together and we've always supported each other's phases of life and you know mm-hmm. each other's cheerleaders through everything no matter what the other one was going through um and I love that we've always been connected and you know supportive exactly so you entered motherhood earlier than me you were 30 years old right you're f- with Sophia first Yes, I got pregnant at 29 and I had her right after my 30th birthday. Um, so that was almost six years ago. Wow. Um, I know it's crazy. So my mom life began in 2017 when I got pregnant yeah. um, six years ago. And then, yeah, Sophia came to our, our lives. Exactly. And you were my first friend that had a kid. So like, it was always like a from a far away, far away thing, you know, like I never really knew someone that I seen from newborn to growing up with. And that was Sophia for me, your baby girl. So mm-hmm. I think it was then so from like 2017, when he had the baby where I was like, ooh, like, I, I, I could entertain this. Like, I see yeah. how you are, how your how your work hasn't slowed down, how you're still able to do all the things you want to do and travel even with having a kid. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did things my own way, not in the conventional way. And I think that you seeing that, that it doesn't need to be this way only, mm-hmm. right? Um, made you more inspired to open the idea of having kids in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. And you know, you know, I've always been like, are you sure? Like, oh my God, but they're so loud. Or like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like, and you know, I, and you know me, like I was not ready for a while. No, you definitely not. Not Even when you lost Sophia, exactly. (laughs) You, you loved Sophia. You, you had so much fun with her, but you were the fun aunt. You Mm. were not ready for doing it 24 seven for sure for a long time. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that's kind of where we are today. And then you had Beckham. How many years later? Mm-hmm. Two and a half years later. Yes. Your second. Yes, my boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My boy in 2020. And um, I still kept doing everything and having fun and traveling. Mm-hmm. And so that's another, you know, and that's maybe when you got more serious of, okay, I'm starting to get more ready now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And I had to be with the right partner. You know, I was, you, you yes. knew me when I was with someone who was not the right fit for me, who was toxic and it would never mm-hmm. settle to that. You know what I mean? Ever. Um, yeah. and so I needed to be with the right person, have everything aligned just, just perfectly to kind of get there mentally and spiritually and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when 
you met Nate? Yep. I met Nate in 2019. Mm -hmm. And so in 2019, I met Nate, everything was really great. You know, um, I, I felt like I finally am with someone that could build a home with that I can build my life and go to the next level with. Mm -hmm. And we both knew that right away when we first met. So this conversation of having kids was always Mm -hmm. there with us. And it was not like a, we're not on the same page sort of thing. We've always been the same page of kids as we wanted them. Yeah. Yeah. Just not so soon. Yeah. But you always had that like age in mind, right? I always wanted it to be 35. You know, I'm someone that writes out, you know, I I like to create my life. I like to write out things in the future that I want to have. Mm -hmm. And so this is one of those things that I had drawn out that I had a feeling it would be around 35 that I would start having kids because my mom didn't have me until she was 42. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a little too old for me, for me, but uh, I always just had a sense it was going to be 35. So that's sort of when I got curious about it. Right. Yeah. When you were approaching 35, then you started getting more serious because you had the things already that you kind of like your checklist of Mm. non-negotiables that you needed exactly before you wanted kids. Right. So what were some things that you were waiting for that aligned before having kids? I think it was, it was finding the right partner a hundred percent being on the same page with them. And then yeah, obviously feeling secure in that sense, but also feeling secure in where I was going to live and raise this kid. Like, did I feel yes. confident and, and comfortable in my environment? Did I want to stay in LA? Yes. The answer was always yes at the time. I never thought I would move anywhere and I'd always live in LA. I was born and raised there or, you mm-hmm. know, to leave my parents. That was just, uh, I couldn't think of that. But I feel the move that we made to Texas, that really it solidified the location. Yeah. It ticked that box. Um, mm-hmm. And I could just picture even more family here where yeah. I live now on a ranch. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, tick, tick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, you obviously had been more years with Nate and you were approaching 35. So you were like, okay, this feels right, right? Like finally it felt more right than ever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and so, yeah, we, we, we jumped into it. Yeah. I think that it's important to say that not everyone will have the same checklist of things or not everyone will have the same, um, timeline. Mm-hmm. Like it can look so different. Like I felt ready at 29, like I literally felt ready. Um, and I didn't have like a big house or, you know, like all those things. I just, yeah. everyone will have different priorities and different checklists. And I think that your non-negotiables are yours and everyone's is valid. And then same with the age. I, it's not because I was turning 30 that I felt ready. It's just because I felt ready in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had my career, I had freedom that I wanted to be with my kids. Like everyone will have different things that they're looking for. Um, has the age though, given you any social pressure to start a little bit sooner maybe than you would have? I think seeing everyone around me also, you know, starting families and stuff. Yes, I definitely felt the pressure, but I try not to let that affect me so much. I truly Mm -hmm. just felt like I feel in my own lane, like, yes, I do want kids. And yes, this is a good time because everything just feels solid. Yeah, and same with the career. You know, I can, I feel comfortable financially 
to raise a child now too. And so now to touch on the secret basically that we've been keeping from y'all is that, you know, the last two years or so, we've been sort of working together behind the scenes. And, you know, every time I'd visit LA to go to see you, we would go to our usual spot, which is Earth Cafe, get a green tea, blended boba. And we would just talk about timelines, right? And like what to expect going into this journey. And you were someone that really helped me not only answer all the questions I had that I felt were were too silly to just ask anyone, but you gave me like realistic expectations throughout this whole process. And yeah, and, and, and you really helped me see that step by step, you know, it can happen. It's just, it, it, there were things that I needed to prep for. Yeah, I think that you knew that you wanted it, but you were all over the place. So like also like getting mind and body ready mm-hmm. helped you because we did it with time. It's not like we did it like yesterday, you know, we've been doing for two years or even six years talking about your future and plans. So yeah. um, we've definitely been preparing you mentally. And then um, in October 2020. Two, we sat down and had a real doula consultation. Um, and I actually helped you understand more things that you could do to actually prepare your body because it's going to be your baby's home. Um, so we went through all of that. We went through um, tracking ovulation. We went through all of the things. Um, and yeah, that's how you started preparing. Yes, but back up because you just mentioned you were a doula, but not everyone knows that. So what you made a transition from, obviously you still do um, content creation, you still have your PR business, but you also took on doula. Yeah, I officially became a doula um, through my motherhood years. Um, It's something that I'm passionate about and I actually think I was a doula or a midwife or something within the birth motherhood community um, professionally in a past life or something. It really comes naturally. super passionate about it. I thrive in it. I naturally help others. Mm -hmm. And what really sparked my interest into becoming a doula first was my own journey. So I am someone who loves to research, loves to empower myself and give myself all of the knowledge possible on anything that I'm experiencing. So I was very active through my pregnancies into researching and knowing more of what I was experiencing. And no one around me taught me anything. So I felt like it was even a hard need for me to be actively about it. I was also the first of my friends to have kids, so I had no clue of anything. Um, I had no family around, so I really, really, really was really active into like being super knowledgeable on everything that was going on, knowing my options. And I had two natural births, so I feel like when you're heading into a natural birth, you naturally gravitate into preparing more because you know there's not going to be any pain medications, right? So um, with everything in my knowledge, I really prepared really well. I had two great pregnancy, births, and postpartum experiences, not to say they were easy at all, but they were great. And um, I shared everything on my platform and through sharing my personal journey and what I was learning and everything, the options that we as women have and blah, 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 I shared everything. I was helping others organically. So that was already being a doula for others without officially being one, right? So I helped so many moms, thousands of moms through my motherhood journey. Um, And then as I already was a mom, 
I did get my official doula certification, which I think it was just important to back up my knowledge, but where I learned the most was actual experience, right? Um, and yeah, now I officially am a doula. I have courses that help you prepare for preconception, pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood beyond. And I also assist some births, very limited, but I do. I've done um, natural births, epidural births. I've done C-section births, all of the births. And I can't wait to become your official doula too. I know. It's so exciting. Like I feel so like it lined up so perfectly. Like I can't believe that you get to be my doula. So, so backtrack to October, 2022. We obviously had our first, you know, meeting about timeline and preconception and all of that. But also I went to a Joe Dispenza event at the time and I was going through some spiritual awakening. <laughs> Meanwhile, you also had this download quote where you had this sudden message, a calling. And you were like, I want to tell you this in person. This is super important, but I, I see this clear vision. I need to tell you about it. And I was like, oh my God, I literally just saw a clear vision of my future baby. Like we were just going through some spiritual stuff together. <laughs> and then I think finally you explained to me what that download was, the message that you got was. Yeah. And I remember exactly where I was, I was standing when you were telling me this, but. Okay. So yeah, when I get downloads or messages, whatever you want to say. I, I do, I get them. <laughs> I know, crazy, yeah, but... <laughs> I just get them organically. Like it literally just like all of a sudden I boom, get some full message mm -hmm. and the message is like so clear. I see the project or whatever it may be so clearly with like the strategy behind like the details, everything. And I saw this podcast super clearly. So it was your mm -hmm future pregnancy journey, which we all both knew was going to happen from preconception mm -hmm. through pregnancy, postpartum and beyond motherhood too. And, you know, both of us as friends discussing week by week, everything going on, um, as well as me as a professional doula, giving you some tips and tricks on how to optimize the pregnancy mindset for every single thing of the journey and obviously i also am a mom of two and have the experience and like the perspective of a mom as well so it would be like a blend of your journey friendship education experience and we were already having these conversations weekly or daily so why mm -hmm. not just record them and put them out there and also help other people who may be going through all of this or will be in the future right like it's very relatable yeah I love that. And I knew from the start that I would need help. And this is something we'll cover in the next episode. But it, this, I knew that this was going to be a journey for me. And I knew too that I'm someone that loves to open up and share about these things because going through it, you feel less alone. And I've definitely felt that way, being able to go to other people's pages and open up, see their journey open up and just like know that I'm not alone. And so I felt like this was a great opportunity to work with you, Laura, on this podcast and just just have these raw conversations about what's going on and how this whole process works. Because a lot of times when I talk to my friends that don't know anything about this process, it's like very eye-opening. And same for me, like there's so much that we are not taught mm -hmm. and it's it's just something I'm I'm like I've wanted to be open about but didn't know how and I thought this would just be a perfect 
platform to just talk about it and 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 cover it. Yeah, all. and it has more personality than just a like random Instagram post. It has more True. like feelings and emotions. You can be more, you know, raw. Mm-hmm. And again, you also didn't want to blast your whole experience on your platform on Instagram and change your content, right? So it was a perfect way to separate mm-hmm. it, also be more raw, be more honest. I've never, you know, explained my experience through you know, this amount of detail, which I can also go through as we go through your journey, right? So I feel like it's it's great. It was a great, (laughs) clear vision that I had. Great download. (laughs) And I'm really excited about it because I think it can help so many people. I get so many questions that you ask me on the daily. I get asked on my platform. Mm -hmm. So why not put them all here, you know? Yeah. And I feel like anytime I do a Q&A, the biggest question I always get is, are you and I thinking about having kids? <laughs> and here it is. Yes, we are. And yes, we've been trying and it has been a journey and you'll be part of it step by step, week by week in real time. <laughs> yes, that's exciting to finally share. Yes, it feels good. Yes. So season one starts with trying to conceive, but this podcast will have the whole, whole journey even beyond when you are a mom and you're going through the newborn stage, the baby stage, the you know toddler stage, because it can also talk about our life's challenges when it motherhood impacts friendships, it impacts you know your relationships, your work, your career, your mindset, your emotional health. So we're gonna cover everything in season one, which is this one starting right now. It starts with trying to conceive, but it's not a trying to conceive podcast only. It's the bigger picture, right? The mom friends picture. Yes, yes, exactly. And obviously, I'm not a mom yet. But Mm -hmm. this is just forecasting. It's putting it out there. It's creating the life that I that hopefully will be mine eventually. Um, But yeah, so it's it it's uh, as raw as it can get, I guess. Yeah, but motherhood journey starts now, you know, when you Mm, open up to like allowing that baby to come in, you are already transitioning into a mother. Obviously, you're not a official mom, but you are transitioning into a mother. So I think that it's beautiful that we can open up from from moment zero, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes, season one will begin with your trying to conceive journey and the struggles you've had to get pregnant and we can cover that on episode two yes and that story is saved for next week yes i can't wait to explain everything with details and thank you for tuning in to episode one make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes to come and you can follow us on our new ig page at mom friends pod for a lot of behind the scenes community and just fun updates as well as new episodes to come Yay, thanks for tuning in. Bye.